For over 28 years, Aflac has been a champion, donating over $168 million to fight pediatric cancer and blood disorders, including sickle cell disease. This December, Aflac proudly joins 97.1 Wash FM and Children's National Hospital for the annual Wash for Kids Radiothon. Mark your calendars for December 14th and 15th for a heartwarming 14-hour live broadcast where you can join Aflac in their efforts to support the miracle work happening at Children's National. Save the date, tune in, and be a part of something extraordinary with Aflac. Hi there, I'm Robert Rankin, and you're listening to the, the Geek Show. Oh, yes. Good evening, everyone. Completing your week. Yes. I'm having a fight with an automated lady. <laughs> that's wow. That's the most British thing I've said in a while. You're having a fight with an automated lady. I'm having a proper for all with an automated lady. <laughs> so many jokes, not enough time. Oh, for those wondering what on earth you've stumbled upon, welcome. Completing your weekend, it's the Geek Show. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Two hours of vague and confusing professionality. Uh, I'm Harry, and uh, with me today is Rob One. Yes. And Rob Two, who's nipped out to make a phone call. Yes. Uh, so he'll be back. He'll, Harry and the Robs. He'll be back. <laughs> two and a half Harry, Robs. Harry and... Uh, Oi! Actually, no, you're the half Rob, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, two and a half Robs, because I've got an R and a B in my full name. So it's kind of like two and a half Robs. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So Harry of Beedale. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what that's a reference to have a read of the latest show post yeah you did enjoy writing that one <laughs> yes I did enjoy writing that one uh, but yes that is the MCM show that is up uh, previously on the Geek Show with, but, but before the previous one so like two times previously on the Geek Show there was a episode about robotics uh, and so we're continuing on with that topic today while talking about neural interfaces and cyber brains yes uh, um, we're having a bit of a theme going on because we started off with robots and then we talked about uh, cyberization, mm-hmm. you know, the man-machine interface. Now we're talking about the neural network. Mm. Uh, that's what today's show is. But before then, we do have news. The news. news. We do have various bits of news. Uh, the first one is Microsoft, uh, who've been very what? naughty boys. They've been at it again. What they've been doing? Microsoft are filing for a patent. Hello, <laughs> Sorry. Hello. Hello, I'm Rob, by the way. Mark, we respected you for a long time, but without, without Steve, this isn't working. We have to stop. Okay. I'm just throwing it in there anyway. 
<laughs> hey, they could divorce from origin. Divorce from origin? Mm-hmm. Hey, divorce from origin. I don't know. I think everyone's tried to divorce from origin. I haven't. <laughs> I like origins. Why? I've seen someone try to play The Sims 3 on it. It is not a nice system. Oh, we're talking about that? No, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Wait, which origin do you think we were divorcing from? Uh, I, I... Origin of the species. <laughs> know who you're divorcing before you begin the legal procedures. Yeah. Uh, yes. I just like origin stories. The origin stories are... <laughs> are we just getting random here? Maybe. any case... No, oops, Microsoft <laughs> have filed for a, a patent. Okay, yeah, a, a patent. patent that allows the Kinect to snoop in your living room. What? There was a plot beat about this in uh, Paranormal Activity 4. <laughs> Apparently, if you've got the lights turned off and you leave your Kinect on, it projects lots of dots on the wall of a house and a room. Yes. So if it can do that, who knows what else it can do while it's supposed to be turned off. That's a waste of electricity. Well, oh, yeah. the whole point of this uh, this thing, I'll call it, mm-hmm. is it's basically to... The, the whole point of it is so that they can pick up on who's watching what, you know, what uh, what TV shows you're watching through your Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. They can see how many people are watching, and it'll allow, allow certain companies, mm-hmm. I won't name any names to charge you more depending on how many people are actually watching the show and also to for them to target advertising at you more specifically dependent on what you're watching if it's the american government that's one thing but mm. microsoft that's kind of disgusting that's, really that's really insidious what the hell microsoft if why do you care for watching reruns of friends i don't understand why does it care how many people are watching this well, I probably want, just wants to know if you're watching Sheldon. <laughs> who isn't watching Sheldon? Uh, what? What's Sheldon? Big Bang Theory. Oh, yes. people who have a sense of humour aren't watching that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the comedian is a bit put off by this. Because the show generally is awful. I'll just, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. You like it, like but it. it's still awful. It's, mar- it's, it's, a mus- it's mildly amusing entertainment that can run in the background. Uh, except for Sheldon. I will say Sheldon is, is brilliant, but he's about the only one. We can have this whole dispute slash fight off of air. Yes. Uh, anyway. So uh, Microsoft are trying to be really weird, sneaky people and gather marketing information while you're not even giving them marketing information. Yes. And that patent failed. Wait, the patent failed? No, Does they filed that? a patent application. Oh, okay. It hasn't been rejected yet. There's weirder things out there in the world, so I doubt it's going to be rejected. You know really. What, you uh, know what the, the main worrying part about this is? This isn't them announcing that they've got this. This is them trying to file a patent for it. Yeah. This means that if the patent fails... It means other people will be able to do it. This is kind that's, of that's the, not the yeah. bad thing. We're not telling them to stop. This is them checking if they're the only ones allowed. This is what they say. Right, the patent, the patent uh, filing application says that Microsoft are delivering audiovisual entertainment. Uh, sorry, delivering audiovisual entertainment has progressed from physical media to digital downloads. In delivering such media, content providers often seek compensation based on the number of times content can be presented on a particular system. Which is basically, give us your money. Right. The number of times they can be presented on a particular system. Like yes. Replayability. Replayability. See, here's the thing. Um, the Americans like to charge you to watch certain programs. Hmm. Whereas here in Britain we have this thing called a TV license. Ah, yes, the good old BBC. Yes. If this goes... <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Notice the words, the good old BBC. Yes, yes very yes, good. I know. Thank you. Uh, how long did the current, di- the, did the former director general last in his job? Was it three weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'd like we, to point out Sherlock and Doctor Who are probably worth the license fee in itself just for me, so. Yeah. We, 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 we do sympathise with the BBC's blight. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Manchester's on the up right now, though, so there's a thing. That's because it's Manchester. Um, <laughs> Place of dreams. Go on. Which what, Manchester what? did you go to? <laughs> I, I like Place of dreams and bad accents. Yes, I'm alienating a Manchester listeners, but yeah, come and get me. <laughs> I like Manchester. Quick hello to uh, Emiko Chan. Yep. Quick hey, hello to Emiko Chan and the rest of the guys in the shout box and on Twitter. Um, right, moving on. What's next? We have... Elite got a remake. What? Oh, yeah, you were happy. First, XCOM came back, and now Elite is also coming back. XCOM came back in a good form, mm-hmm. and I was happy with it, mm. you know, uh, except for certain wibbly bits in it. I'm happy with XCOM. Um, but Elite, the granddaddy of space sims. Now, this game is the reason why we have games like Free Space and, ha- and Eve and all these other games. You know, all these games stem from one game, Elite. Mm-hmm. If Elite never uh, never appeared, you would have none of these space flight exploration sims like Wing Commander and all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't exist at all. Um, or they might do, but it would take a lot longer. Elite was unique because it was it was an open world on a computer system that couldn't it didn't even know what an open world was. Nobody ever had ever heard of this whole concept of open world mm-hmm. you know you uh, it it was like a vast universe in a bbc micro hmm. it's an interesting concept then to go with that coming back because and i don't want to you know tinkle in your dreams a little but considering that it is the granddaddy of these things the granddaddies normally themselves aren't great compared to modern standards well this is the thing um it's a kickstarter david Braben is one of the creators of the original and he's looking for 1.25 million uh pounds which is two million dollars uh, via kickstarter to fund the updated version which is going to be called elite dangerous now it will involve the same mix of interstellar travel trading piracy and spaceships as the original 8-bit game but uh if they actually make this right and if they make it well it could potentially Rival Eve. I was going to say, would you leave Eve for this? Just to phone that. I was going to say, would you leave Eve for Elite if it was good? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Don't know. Curious. Yes. We shall have to see how that pans out. But there is a Kickstarter. Go check that out and then see what you think. Yes. Tell us what you think. Tune in to us uh, via, live via Twitter uh, using hashtag the Geek Show and on the shout box on the main website. New story three, ridiculous research. Uh, predicting box office success. Yes. Is ridiculous research a new segment we're doing now? Yes. If something's just... Weird. No, it's, uh, it's been around for a bit. Uh, a few months now. Uh, um, sorry, I'm Researchers from Budapest University of Technology and Economics in, uh, and the Central European University and Alto University in Finland... The Alto have, University? Yeah, Alto University. <laughs> As opposed to the base and the travel, uh, the tenor universities. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, the four tenor universities uh, how they've been building a model to predict the financial success of movies based on socially generated data sets which they are taking from wikipedia what yes but <laughs> so basically rob they've got your research- old movie critic please comment <laughs> i can't really verbalize the way i had a very disappointed 
shaking of my head there. <laughs> it just doesn't come in words. That's just stupid, frankly. It's the kind of headshot that comes in slow motion with gratuitous detail of hair movements. <laughs> I can, I've got damning a, background music. I've, I've got a system of prediction. Lots of money put in, made by a committee. Your money's going to make a lot of money. Made by one guy in his bedroom. You're not going to make a lot of money. You know, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> yeah. There's my method of production. Pretty much. And in this method, like in the what it sounds like for the predicting system, quality isn't actually concerned here. It's sales exclusively. Oh, no. yeah. uh, there was a tweet sent during the week where, uh, what's he called? The one with the hilarious hair. Donald Trump said, uh, <laughs> he basically said to critics, ha ha, our money made loads of money. Second two. But then again, Taken 2 is possibly the most cynically geared towards making money ever. Just because you're making money doesn't make it good. Yeah. Like a long shot. It's, yes. like, Fast, it's like Fast and Furious 4 outsold uh, Scott Pilgrim. And it's like, well, yeah, in terms of money. Not in terms of being a good quality film that we watched by generations, you know, or liked in time to come. I don't, you know... Number of people that like Fast and Furious 4 compared to the number of people that Sorry. buy the DVD. Yes. You know, all you regularly. just said brought, in, in brought that, back the joke, he's fast, she's furious. In that case, though, <laughs> I think uh, Scott Pilgrim <laughs> has had more independent showings, like one-off night gig things, Ooh, than actually point. did when it was out in cinemas at the time. Yes. So it's like a huge cult hit. It's Mega huge. So yeah, yes. taking two rubbish. Let's just say that. <laughs> yes. There's a, another one of the quick reviews from Rob2. Yes. Check out Double Take, uh, which has one hour of them. An hour before our show. Yes. We can always rely on Rob to give us quality movie reviews, though. So basically, these Budapest people, they have been given a research grant to Google it and find out yes. just how good Wikipedia <laughs> thinks box office sales would be. Exactly. Do they, do they, okay, you do realise there's hordes of like teenagers updating these Wikipedia entries. Yeah. It, it's like saying, I'm going to predict the sales of movies by looking at YouTube comment sections. I mean, <laughs> let's put stupidest thing. Let's put it this oh, way. God, yeah. You know, Tron Legacy, for example. Let's mm-hmm. just choose that out, out of all the movies in the hat. Before it came out, all the teenagers would go, oh, it looks so fantastic. And if, the, if they'd used Wikipedia, they would have said, oh, huge box office success. Not really. But then again, it did enough to get a sequel. Yeah, it did. Yeah, Tron 2 2. Something else. Yeah. All right, let's go with Green Lantern then. Ah, ah, ah. I just wanted to see that look on Harry's face. <laughs> Good point. They could have seen that Green Lantern probably would be a success. Uh, but, but to be honest, what's the application of this research when anybody with half a brain can go on the internet and research it properly? Yeah. And you don't need money for that. What they're trying to do is create a function that allows them to back up common sense in the absence of their own. Yeah. Basically, because people do not have common sense, like with the Green Lantern film, as to what's actually going to work or be marketable. And is it Romania as well? Uh, Buda- uh, Budapest. Yeah, I think it's one of these countries Central where they Europe don't get a great number of sort of American releases. The kind of prefer to have their own stuff dominate in cinemas. Oh, right, so they're going, we must find out if the yeast farmer and the lobster will sell well in this country. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. I am setting Budapest because I don't know of it. In a fictional fantasy world full of farmers and yurts. So, there is that. Maybe you're onto something. (laughs) Well, as a film, in a fictional world full of farmers and yurts lies one film critic who will try and shake the world. (laughs) I think I've seen that one. (laughs) How was it? (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) Sounds great in concept, terrible execution. Right, moving on. um, News 4, the robot revolution. Yeah, it's actually climbing the Willis Tower. Ooh. Yes. Um, Brief moment for everyone who's laughing at Willis Tower. 
Willis okay. Town. And now we are past that. Back it's to Willis Town. The article in the article. <laughs> past that. No. Yeah, uh, uh, the article in question called it the Skyrise Chicago skyscraper, but it's actually called the Willis Tower. Please pause. Uh, that also makes it worse. Yes. And back. Uh, anyway, uh, credit to the man. He is using. A, he used a brain-powered bionic leg to climb all 103 flights. It's uh, mm. Zach Valter. He lost his right leg in a motorbike accident and uh, never thought he'd walk properly again. And now he's managed to climb all the way to the, all 103 flights of stairs using a mind-controlled leg. Yep. And it's there's YouTube video, there's YouTube video footage of it. And there was a lot of people in the lobby, or with yeah. kind of like cheering him on things. And then he climbed a hell of a lot of stairs. Do you know how and much his leg is worth, though? You remember? Oh yeah, because it's a world record-breaking leg, wouldn't it? Be? Do you remember Jennifer Law? Jennifer Lopez insured her posterior for like one million dollars. Right. Well, his leg is worth more than that. His leg is worth five million dollars. Quick question, though. And it weighs four and a half kilos. When you say bionic leg, is it some sort of weird mega structure, or does it actually look like a leg? No, actually, that's it. Because you get these sort of robotic implements, which, which frankly look bonkers. But yeah, I did wonder at first if, like, in the are you talking about accident? the new Tom Cruise movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, like that. No. I did wonder at first, uh, upon reading the story, if it was about a man who had been, you know, in a motorcycle accident and become part man, part motorcycle, which would explain <laughs> how he could be so damn fast. But no, it's the fact that this leg is very controllable and it could work for a long period of time and he doesn't fall over down a really long flight of stairs like Tom and Jerry, except with death at the end after an hour worth of falling. It, it was a really impressive climb of a lot of stairs, which, in fairness, to watch the entirety of would be a little bit slow. Yeah. It'd be great commentary, at, though. Unless you play it at double speed, but yeah. I'm not I'm getting into jokes there, and it's not the players, really. <laughs> just a quick, that would be fun. Just a quick rec- reply to Emiko Chan, who says, to be fair, there is a percentage of hype that you can predict of things, the researchers, to see if you can actually get anything from that data. If ah. they knew the answer already, it wouldn't be science. I do slightly disagree with you there, because... You've forgotten the one principle of science, because we can. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, for, for the majority of researchers, it doesn't matter if the answer's already out there. They will still apply for a research grant mm-hmm. to research it, to either double-check the findings or just because they can. They get the money so they can make, cra- make a crazy volcano bases. Hmm. They can make smiley faces on, on Mercury. I still find it to be... I still I think she's making an interesting point. If people could actually determine a proper method of seeing the box of success, it'd be interesting. Although it would lead to the bad thing of films that would have been surprise hits being cancelled. Yes. And it also... Like Cloud Atlas it, probably wouldn't be made. If it's successful, it'll have a lot of people saying, I know how to make a successful movie. I'll tick this box, I'll tick this box, and I know what to do now. So this research is essentially a terrible idea, practically and actually application-wise. Is our computer farting? What's going on here? I, to- I told these... Uh, double take, was do a double take on a weekly basis, and I told them that there's ghosts in the mixing desk. And now, they didn't believe me, but it is now that there's ghosts in the mixing desk. So I don't know how I want to say this, but I told you so. How do you want me to frame that? Any... They sound like some of the fun bits so. that Skrillex uses as well. So there's <laughs> yeah, like ghosts, no. ghosts and stuff in the mixing desk. No, that was uh, Dead Mouse. Damn it. But yes, uh, Zach Valter climbed 103 flights of stairs on his brain mind-controlled bionic leg. I think he deserves a round of applause. He, can, he climbed stairs with his mind. That's pretty cool. No, that would be funny. Um, second bit of robot revolution. In fairness, so do we, thinking about yes. it. Second bit of Robot Revolution news is the BB Bionic 3 prosthetic arm. <laughs> Which I found, it was recommended to a friend of mine from, from by a friend of mine in the Chaos Forum, uh, Octopode. 
And yeah, it is a really cool... And the best part about the story, it's a robotic arm, but it's not in a lab. It is on someone's arm. Yes. There was a guy who lost his arm in an accident and is now trialing the B-Bionic 3 uh, robotic arm. It can go into eight... Basically, the thumb you click manually. Yeah. Uh, which saves, you know, a certain few things. The four fingers, however, and the actual rotation of the arm and hand, because it can rotate by itself... Yeah. It goes into eight distinct poses, like pointing and tri-grip, key-grip, uh, fist-grip. And basically, he can use it. And there's videos of him like cracking eggs and opening beer bottles. And, and writing. Yeah, and writing. It can actually work well enough to write on paper with a pen. And so it's like, yeah, this hand basically allows you to perform vital minor functions of hands. And yeah, oh, and, it, and it looks really cool. And every time yeah. he moves it, it, just, it does actually do the... It actually it, makes noises. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It is a great step forward, though. I mean, if I had like skin over the top of it, it's a huge step towards yeah. bionic, proper bionic limbs. Oh yeah. yeah. Although you know, if I had a bionic limb that was that cool, I'd probably keep the skin off to show it off. <laughs> That's just me, though. <laughs> well, you would, wouldn't you? It'd be yeah. like You have tattoos. I got this. <laughs> yes. Does your Does yours have a phone in it? <laughs> Can yours do this? You know, you can crush a can with yours. I can crush lampposts. <laughs> well, that's the difficulty is that, like, he was cracking eggs, but he held the eggs and opened the box with both hands using the other, using the robotic one to hold them, but he cracked them with his proper hand because, yeah. you know, it's, it's good, but it's not super strong or anything. It, it's, it's not and he doesn't very, want to push it. It's not very subtle, which means certain things are out of the question. Yeah, we won't go down that, uh, down that route. Uh, quick hello to uh, MGD, who wants a companion cube on the moon. Uh, Emiko Chan wants a chibi face on the moon. Ooh, well, we haven't... Has, has the chat started their own conversation topics? No, no, it's because they found a smiley face on Mercury. What? Yeah, they found Cookie Monster's face, and then they found a smiley face. Is this kind of like how they find Jesus in the skirt? I was no, 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 say. this is NASA. Uh, oh, they've, okay. got, they've got a satellite, uh, a satellite taking pictures of Mercury. It does sound like they're trying to top toast Jesus, or trying to find moon Jesus, which would be pretty cool as well. Yes. Find moon Satan, no, no, no. then that everyone will be completely flipped out. It was, conf- it was conflict Jesus. That was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Cornflake Jesus, Toast Jesus. No, no, the one that you showed me, which we can't talk about on air, I don't no, think. No, uh, no, we can't. Uh, I just want to uh, pause for one second. Harry, take a look. Right. For those of you who are curious, I'm going to put this in the chat box. This is a picture of Tom Cruise's latest movie, which is called um, All, All You, you Need, Need Is Kill. kill. That sounds like one of these terrible sequels, like A Good Day to Die Hard. It's such a bad, bad... Wow, bad yeah, title. that doesn't work. It's like a yippee ki yay Mother Russia in a poster. It's a lot of things... Mother only... Russia. Yeah. There's a lot of things that will only work with a proper inflection. Like, yeah, well. it's, a good day to, it's a good day to kill would actually kind of make a bit more sense, like it's cutting off the phrase. But when just written straight-faced as words, yes. it just looks really naff. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. WTF award. And I said this before, maybe it's because I'm 37 now, but for some reason I keep running into weird rocking chairs. You're not Last week old. was a rocking chair that could that could cha- convert kinetic energy into electrical energy and mm-hmm. charge your iPad. Mm-hmm. It also was fitted with uh, stereo speakers and uh, various things to Alloys make it an, and an, to make it an entertainment center. Mm-hmm. Now we have another rocking chair, and this one is straight out of the book of WTF. 
<laughs> available from all good retailers. Yes, it's uh, it's uh, from uh, somebody at Ecole University of Art and Design at Lausanne, and it is a rocking chair that knits you a wool cap while you're rocking in it. <laughs> oh, that's adorable! It's nuts. <laughs> I must see this. Do you have it on screen? Yes, I've got it on screen. It's totally nuts. Okay, it looks like he's in one of those swing gazebo things, but yeah, that is a rocking chair. Oh, sorry, I hiccuped my way through that. Yes, that is a rocking chair, and you can get yourself a tea cozy hat after you're done rocking. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, for one, I suppose, but then you get told off for wearing hats indoors, which is a problem yeah. in itself. Also, uh, well, I kind of like the idea. Does it put the hat straight on your head? No. Okay. So, it just so makes as one long as the thing is, it will keep going, oh my God. knitting this hat, as long as you keep this, rocking. This is going to be the most ridiculous use of the sweatshop idea. It's got a lot of people <laughs> in rocking chairs making generations worth of hats. Yeah. It's, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> just an old lady at the front hitting people with a walking stick occasionally. Faster, Doris, faster! We have yes. to hit it for Christmas. <laughs> Filling up box spam. <laughs> A horrible dystopian image of the future. Um, yeah. A quick hello to TGS guest 409, who says, hey, Mecha Cruise, yes. Uh, we'd like to see Mecha Cruise versus Mecha Godzilla. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think it's time for a break. Yes, likewise. All right, this is Zeb Brannigan. You're listening to The Geek Show on 104.5 CVFM. In a world where stuff is happening... Tom Cruise as Tom Cruise playing Tom Cruise in a different outfit. The Geek Show Apocalypse. <laughs> it could have just been Jack Black as Jack Black as Jack Black holding a pen, yes. which is uh, Gulliver's Travels. He's a journalist, which translates to Jack Black playing Jack Black holding a pen. If yes. that movie had a face, I'd punch it in the balls. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a Scott Pilgrim quote. No, is it? Yeah, if your life had a face, I'd punch it in the balls. Oh, I thought it was being original. <laughs> <laughs> I must have picked that up somewhere. Oh, well. Yes. It's in your brain. It's good writing. Enjoy. Look forward to Edgar Wright directing both The World's End and Ant-Man. Yes. I didn't Dates have been announced for that. 2013 and 2015, respectively. Yes. Yes. Oh wait, thirteen for World's End. Yes. Sweet. I'm Summer. looking forward to that. That's the uh, last of three Conato, the uh, Conato trilogy. So, oh, I thought it was Blood and Ice Cream, but either way, it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> it gets called different things: the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy, as well as um, it's originally it's a parody of a I think it's a French trilogy I'm called not sure. the Three Colors of Oh Three Colors trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah of the Three enough. Colors trilogy with the Three Colors of the French flag. The Three Colors trilogy. Yeah. That's already been done. Yeah, yeah. It's a parody Edgar of Edgar Wright has parodied oh, right. it by doing okay. the three Conettos trilogy, which uh, is about the three different colors of the Conettos representing three different popular film franchises. Hang on, but the, the, that kind of goes against all the adverts. The adverts were always, just one Conetto, give it to me. Can you please stop singing? You can't do it. <laughs> he's not in league with the Conetto company. Sorry, he's not advertising with the Conetto company. He's Delicious probably, ice cream. He's probably not in league from with From Italy. Conetto. He's probably anyway, not in league. This week that. on the Geek Show... <laughs> We're doing neural technology. Neural, basically. yes, oh, the God, neural yeah, we're, we're in films now. We're in <laughs> movies. Right, um, what film-based... Oh, we'll right. just say this, there is no movie review. Uh, what was the last well, movie? No, there is nothing that could... Double Tech was right before the show. Yes, so if you want to hear movie reviews, <laughs> uh, tune in an hour earlier. Yes. And you'll hear... I well, think I think I quickly shouted via Facebook a short Silent 2 film review at, at Mark at one point. <laughs> Silent Hill 2. Yes. Yeah, terrible film. Terrible. 
Absolutely atrocious. Yes. That's our week's review. Silent Hill <laughs> is a terrible, terrible movie. Yeah. Do not watch it if you value your soul. And Sean Bean probably dies because that's what he does. That's his thing. <laughs> that's the one. No, ju- that's he the doesn't. Ju- that's there the... was a movie where he didn't die. Silent Hill 1. No, no, no. It wasn't Silent Another Hill 1. When Saturday was... comes, it was a football movie. Yes, that was it. <laughs> be pretty strange if he did die. <laughs> just a giant juggernaut comes into the movie out of nowhere and just... Standards. No, just uh, just just some. Uh, he is the cinema equivalent of Kenny, isn't he? Really, basically. <laughs> oh yeah. my God! They killed Sean Bean. <laughs> How did that happen from nowhere? <laughs> you bar stewards. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. Oh, anyway, neural um, technology. Apart from being able to be Sean Bean and live through <laughs> death repeatedly, obviously. Yes. Um, he is a necromancer. Got, Harry and I tried to think of uh, films that had some sort of neural technology in them. Uh, we got, came up with a few. Total Recall, Johnny Mnemonic, Existence, Eternal Sunshine, Lawnmower Man, The Matrix, Strange Days, Surrogates, Inception, The Cell, Avatar, Tron, Virtuosity, Gamer, Limitless, and Chronicle. And Breathe. Well, Chronicle isn't really technology. Exactly. Um, Chronicle was all about gaining superpowers. Limitless had something to do with technology because he was using a drug. Yeah, he was using a mind-enhancing uh, prescription. Now, the question that we had, though, was... From all of those films, because there hasn't actually been that many in the history of films, mm-hmm. what film-based neural technology is the most likely to appear in reality? And are we likely to see a machine like they have in Eternal Sunshine oh, that, can, that can sp- wipe out specific memories? Or you know, are we all going to uh, have like neural jacks like in The Matrix and Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I've been thinking for a while about this one because we discussed it earlier in the week. And I've realized I probably wouldn't go with um, heads-up displays type stuff in the brain. I think that'll be reserved for bionic eyes. Because we've got Google Glasses, and then that will go into Google Contact Lenses, and then that will just go into Google Eyes. I think that's how that will go. <laughs> <laughs> All googly eyes. Yes, it may be. Thinking about it. Who's a good little boy? Regardless of which company makes it, it's going to be dumb. It's either the I-I or it's the googly eye. So it doesn't matter who makes it. Artificial eyes are going to be terrible. Unless Microsoft makes them, which I suppose we'd welcome at this point for being less ridiculous. Uh, so I'd say not that. I'd say probably more likely to be kind of the Modoko Kusanagi style. You plug into the internet uh, existence thing. The Matrix thing. So like a neural jack yeah. type thing. Probably put it on the neck for marketing reasons because everyone's aware of that one already. Yeah. It won't be like um, Serial Experiments Lane where she clips it to her lip and goes, I'm totally in the internet now. I don't... Towards the end, she just yes. keeps wrapping herself in cables for no reason. She doesn't plug them into herself. And she clips one to her lip at one point and one to a piece of her hair. And it's like, you're not getting into the internet by clipping electrodes to your lips and hair. What are you doing? It's just cyberpunk at this point. Hang on, hasn't she just kind of regressed to like three? (laughs) (laughs) Rolling around in cables. She's getting a look, and she is holding a teddy bear while doing it. (laughs) So maybe. Lane is difficult to understand, in fairness. Yes, this is true. It's a weird one. I'd I'd say getting into the internet, or at least, you know, in a small way, like being able to do Skype calls in your head, or being able to browse in your head. Yes. Um, quick uh, MGD, uh, would Microsoft products be XP compatible? Probably not by that point. <laughs> yeah, well, let's just hope they're way past Vista at that point. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, to be honest, I think of all of them, I think Limitless is probably the closest. Oh, yeah, the mind-enhancing drugs. Yeah, because... We, we do kind of have those, I suppose. Well, you talk... Uh, these days, they're talking all about uh, gene therapies and stuff like that. 
I mean, right now they're actually applying for a license to conduct uh, the world's first gene therapies in Europe. Hey, oh, oh, a company how would a gene therapy work? Help me out here. Gene therapy is basically manipulating your genetic code. Oh, right. To, like, yeah. get past trauma? Or? Yeah, to basically remove certain uh, things that you would inherit. Oh, like in The Nutty Professor? Uh, a bit like that, yeah. But, you know, it, Limitless could work. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already have... Uh, what they, what they call mind enhancing drugs, but yeah, we know psychoactive substances. We we know it's just LSD. <laughs> um, <laughs> it gives you Blu-ray vision, HD colors that didn't exist. The world is amazing, dude. That's well good, Gary. But you've been talking to a wall for three hours. Yes, it's the prettiest wall I've ever seen. You it spilled went, some water on it. And then, and then, yeah, it was trippy. It was oh, dude. It looked into me, and I looked into it, and then we looked. Yes, and then it went to eat. Out of its bowl. <laughs> so those aren't quite limitless, to be honest. <laughs> those uh, aren't quite limitless, but it, limitless it's could It's got help. a little way to go. Well, there's like, uh, is it ketamine? No, not ketamine. It's Ritalin. Is the one I was going to say ketamine is a sedative Yeah, ketamine is a very different thing. <laughs> Ketamine's been used as a party drug. It's Ritalin mm. is kind of close. No, ketamine is a sedative for horses. Yeah, so you'd have to go Ritalin a few stages up, and then eventually you get limitless. You wouldn't get it as much as limitless, obviously. You wouldn't finish publishing a book in three days. Yes. Or any of that ridiculous stuff. Or suddenly gain fame and fortune and wealth. Yes. But it does speak into the question, like, if something like that did happen, because I think you're right, it is the closest... Uh, how would it be released to the public? Would people allow that? Because well, they already if there, if there was no side is, effects, uh, you already you have things like antidepressants and stuff like that. True. So it probably first arrive on prescription, and then after like ten or twenty years, well, antidepressants. Yeah, antidepressants. Uh, after 20, uh, ten or twenty years, you could then buy it over the counter, like paracetamol or like M and M's or something like that. Um, <laughs> Uh, if, if it were the way of Prozac, I'd be quite worried, though, because that would mean that certain people would have, naturally, a much higher awareness and thinking level, and people who couldn't afford the pills would massively be further behind. Which, once again, means that the people who are wealthiest will not only get further ahead in business, but now will actually be better at it as well. Which is a terrible thing. It would be the Mitt Romney state. <laughs> on, uh, on employment. I like firing people. <laughs> Um, I am richer than you, therefore better. Also, yes. now I can afford pills to make me smarter than you, no. super better. On the economy, no I'm happy I'm rich. <laughs> I think um, people can moving move. on, yeah. the election's over, we won't dwell on it. Um, but well done, America, we're very proud of you. Pat you on the head, well done. Yes, uh, who's a good boy? <laughs> who's a good America? Who's a good America? Uh, okay, which one would you most like to be a reality then? Which of these technologies? Oh, existence, totally. I want to get plugged into a game. No. If it's David Cronenberg movie, yeah, I was going to say, if that's going to happen, you're going to end up messed up, totally exactly. messed up. I mean, without like the horrible Weird. mutated pods thing, yeah. Well, you, you can't have that. Then probably the best is Strange Days or Total Recall. I was going to say Strange Days is a Strange, Strange Days is sort of an evolution of Total Recall, which you make your memories for yourself. Uh, Strange Days is a fantastic. Uh, what you called the wife of Angela Bassett? You mean? The Hurt Locker director whose name's completely... Oh, uh, Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. It's a very early Catherine Bigelow film. Flawed, but very good. But it's basically you have this thing where you plug into people's memories and you live their memories. Yeah. You can record your memories onto an optical disc. Um, I think it was a mini-disc at the time. Like in Harry Potter. No. Where you take them out of your head and put them into a jar, and the people can look at it later on. Yes, but like like that, that. but with more discs. Yes, but less Harry Potter, so good. 
Yes. <laughs> there is that. I worry about that kind of technology, though. I don't know quite... There'll be people against that being put in because, like, memory manipulation is a worrying thing. The idea well, that, you know, you can become of, sleeper soldiers very easily. That's true, but a lot of these things are basically the, the same thing. It comes down to two things. It's either making your brain better mm-hmm. or living through other people's life or experiences. That's what the two things come down to. Mm. And... Frankly, neither are that good, to be honest. Because well, you mess with your brain, you're asking for some sort of Cronenbergian nightmare where your brain becomes a separate being and starts mm-hmm. eating Tokyo or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> eating Tokyo. I don't want that to happen, frankly. I'd rather just have a bit of a mess around. This Red Alert 3, where suddenly Tim Curry's eating the background scenery. Would that start happening in your head? Yes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> your dreams are an odd place. Yes. Um, All right, then. Um... So you wouldn't like any of them to be a reality? I would like the plug into the internet thing to be a reality, and I would like the existence thing to be in a perfect world where well, nothing goes wrong. On there that would... point, though, if you do get plugged into the internet, it makes terrorism or superhero, super villains really easy. You just hack in the internet and destroy everybody. Like an episode of Doctor Who, you know, you can just ruin everybody by well, messing around with the internet. True, although there was a whole cartoon series about person absorbed the entirety of the internet into his head and became a superhero which was Freakazoid which actually says that rather than gaining all the knowledge of humanity and everything like that you would instead become a lolcat of madness who, who despite his superpowers probably would take a while to save the day because he's too busy having a laugh ah. exactly that's what if you want to mess around with genetics do something fun with it which would make the interesting point of what would happen if the Daleks did that in the Doctor episode where they absorbed the internet to know things. If they suddenly turned around and just kind of went, cheeseburgers, and just started going stupid and mental. I has cheeseburgers, yeah. Yeah, and they'll just start reciting IMDb trivia pages. <laughs> it'll be the strangest Doctor No, t- TV tropes. <laughs> the Daleks find TV tropes. Oh, good lord. Um, okay, then. Uh, what, do you think, what do you actually think, then, of movies... That involves some sort of neural technology. What do, do you actually enjoy them? Can they be enjoyed? Uh, not really, but on a sort of similar note, I think movies that play with what is reality, what isn't reality, which is essentially the same thing and much more yeah. interesting. But if you're, you're sort of limiting yourself to technology, I don't think it's as interesting as the example. It's a fantastic film, but it's more about the emotion than some sort of stupid technological. Yeah stick the pork to story with. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the memory-raising machine involved in Tales of Shine is more of a, a motif to take you through the story. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and, an ex- and an exploration of the human, you know, the memories going on in there. Well, what's what what really like makes it powerful then? is Jim Carrey's bloody good acting in yeah. that film is what makes it really powerful. What about something like Inception, then? That would be cool, going into other people's <laughs> dreams or making dreams. It would be good for people with night terrors to have some dreams. That is true, but it is kind of just... Very corrupt, isn't it? The sort of thing that can happen. Yeah, yeah. One of the problems with all these things is they are films that usually involve a lot of conflict, considering that there's a lot of room for abuse. I mean, even Existence, which for the majority of it, spoiler, but it is, I think it's like 15 years old, 20? Nine, I don't know how old that is. But it, it is old, though. It is an old film. I'd recommend it. It's Existence. It ends with a Z. Yes. Basically, 90% of the film is, they're in a game, they're in a game, they're playing a game, it's all good. And then they like come out of the third layer, like Inception, and it's like, no, 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 it was corrupt. Things are bad. Things are bad. Now people are being shot. And it has the whole thing of that everything in here has a level of conflict based on how easily corruptible some kind of mental powers or mental abilities would be. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, then. Pick a, quick pick of the geek for you guys, then. What sort of neural augmentation would you like to see in a movie? Something that David Lynch done. 
because that'd be the strangest, most disturbing, but awesome disturbing thing you could watch. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I can't really disagree with that. No. Would I like to see a film about? Uh, hmm. It's curious, because all the things that I'd want, nearly augmented style, would probably be very boring, because they're just kind of convenience. Like, I'd like to be able to look at my morning webcomics quite easily, or check on my messages quite easily. Which uh, wouldn't make a film, it would just be an office worker yeah, who plays kind of, a bit of Angry Birds while at his desk. I agree with that. It's kind of like a thing in um, Red Dwarf. It says, where's the zoom function? I want a zoom function, That's, that'll be fine. But that doesn't really make much of a, a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, boring things are more interesting mm-hmm. to have. <laughs> Although yes. it could be interesting. if You know how they, they joke that Hollywood can make anything into an action thriller now? Yeah. They just have to take some kind of concept like a kidnapping or a, an office worker. It would be great if there was just like, in the mild future, people can open and close doors with their minds. And some people get so good at it, they'd start killing people. And then there's like the anti-door open-closer unit sent in to stop them. Yeah, the, it would if if it was bizarre enough, and they took it so deadpan seriously, that would be hilarious. I'd love that film. Yeah, you say that, but there was actually a trailer about uh, doing the rounds recently about Tetris, the movie by Michael Bay. So you can make a Hollywood blockbuster out of anything. All right. On that note, I think we need to take a break. Hi there, I'm Robert Rankin, and you're listening to the the Geek Show. Oh yes. Hi, and welcome back to uh, 104.5 CVFM. You're with The Geek Show. Woo-hoo. We're talking about the neural network. Yay. Yes, and for those who are trying to guess what their uh, theme was in the break, I remembered it, but I could, didn't know what it was until Rob told me. It's yes. the opening theme from Welcome to the NHK, which is a good... Which if, Emiko Chan got. Oh, well done. Uh, yes. It's a good, if insane and really weird series. Yes. Uh, uh, well done, Emma Chan, for guessing that one. We'll have a couple more coming up, see if you can guess what they are. Uh, moving on to uh, games. Right. Now, qu- question. Does bullet time count as a neural augmentation? 100% depends on the game. I'd say, I don't know, it's weird. It's like double jump. It's become a superpower that some random normal people use. Like in Dante's Inferno, he's able to double jump from the beginning. He's just a yeah. dude. He's a human. But he can leap on thin air. Isn't he wearing uh, armor as well? Uh, yeah. <laughs> bullet time goes back to Max Payne and yeah. the Matrix. I don't know which came first, but it wasn't any sort of neural technology motif in that. It was just kind of a guy who was... A bit nuts because he's lost his, his wife and child. Yeah. So if you take it back to its roots, no, it's just it's just a mechanic. It's not anything yeah. more yeah. complicated than that. But there is games where it is more grounded in some sort of weird mm-hmm. technology. This is like in, in GTA, I think it's San Andreas. Yeah. Bullet time activates as, and as the, the, the prerequisite for bullet time, the thing that allows you to access bullet time is you getting out of your car. And it's like, how does that work? What is this going on? In I've been in and out, out of loads of cars. It's never activated bullet time. It's like they, Have I been ripped off by reality? It's like they stand on a million-dollar man switch. It's like... Six million-dollar man switch. A button to activate. And it's like, suddenly... That's the thing, though. It's not bullet time anymore. You've got sod time and fist time. It's just anything where you build up a meter and you go slow for a bit. It sounds like a weird day plan. Okay, first in training we have bullet time, then sword time, then fist time, then 
pancake making time, punchy face time, <laughs> and then we get to play patty cake, patty cake. Patty cake. Uh, well, yeah, better. basically. Yeah. It's uh, not just bullets anymore. Yeah. It's not just diving through the air, looking cool. Quick mm. thing for uh, TGS guest 409, who hasn't figured out to put his name in the uh, box. Um, Could be being mysterious. Yes, watch Welcome to the NHK. It's a very good show. Uh, moving on. <laughs> you just derailed a great conversation. I know. You just have to highlight the bit that says the guest thing and type your own name, then you can do it from there. It'll be cool. You don't need an account or anything. You just kind of put your name in. Yes. Whatever you want. We want to know who you are. Who are you? Uh, but yes, it's. <laughs> we'll I, program I, your connect to watch you. I think bullet time would really work in a game with cybernetics or a cyberpunk aesthetic, where like it's said or explained to be a neural implication. I don't like it in games where it's unnecessary, where it makes no sense, because it's it's really game breaking. Because it's like I'm meant to done be just badly. some human. Yeah, done badly. If it's like you are definitely the average Joe. I think it was in what was those games? Those terrible sort of. True crime uh, GTA. Rivers, oh yeah, where you True had crime a, streets of LA. No, no, where you had a pet dog and you. Could send oh, your dog dead to rights. Him. Yes, that had. Oh of, yeah, dead to rights. How can Revolver he do and redemption. That? How can he do that? Was the one in Dead Red Dead Redemption as well? Sort of bullet time hoo ha. I think so. Yeah. that was. I think it was more of a Western thing. That's yes. more of a you know a showdown thing going. Oh on. yeah, yeah, I remember now. Which yeah. kind of is in with the style. Dead to rights. Yeah, that had no reason. Um, oh, what's the other one that was? The Kane and Lynch. Oh, yes. Oh, God, don't remind me of them. Yeah, that atrocious game. Yes. <laughs> uh, quick hello to Marty. Hi, Marty. How are you doing? Quick reminder for everybody, the Borderlands 2 competition. You still have time to enter. Mm-hmm. We will be announcing the winner at the end of the show. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, once again, there's a whole post about it on the website with full of details of what you can win. But there's T-shirts, there's a bag, there's Top Trump's cards, there's a Trap Club action figure... And there's one more thing, which is the art and design booklet. Yeah, yeah yes. I got them all. And what was the question? The question is, of the four playable characters in Borderlands, which Salvador, Maya, Axis, Axial, something like Somebody that. Somebody like that. And question mark, who is the fourth playable character? And we are talking about the fourth original player car- playable yeah, character. Yeah, not the downloadable not, not content the downloadable character. Content Although character. thank you to the people who put that in as well as an extra answer. That, that yes. was good. Yes. Uh, but Unfortunately, yes. there are no bonus points for that. Sadly. Email yeah. your answer to studio at thegeekshow.co.uk. We've had loads of them in this week. It's been we've, really... We've, we've, we've been swamped with entries. It's been a lovely ego boost to have like, oh, apparently people listen to us in Latvia. Yes. <laughs> and Lithuania it, and America. And it's like, we knew about America, but what, what are these places yeah, doing? I mean, Latvia came as a complete shock. <laughs> there were been... several entries from there and a uh, fair few from Lithuania and a few more from uh, like the Eastern Bloc nations. I'm like... I know. How? How does that work? How do you find us? Apparently, Where did you find us? <laughs> Google is working, apparently. We did some good SEOing. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, it's been, it's been good. Uh, thank you to everyone who's entered. We look forward to seeing who wins. Right. Moving back onto the, uh, onto the game section. Yes. Right. Second question. Uh, this has happened in a few games I've seen, where they've had physical augmentations, and all of a sudden they develop psychic powers. So should a physical augmentation give you psychic powers? You know, should you automatically be able to access bullet time just because you've got a fake leg? I'd love to have bullet time. (laughs) Bullet time would be so useful when you're running it for a bus. (laughs) Bullet time engage. (laughs) Practical applications of stupid ideas. You've got to find them. True, true. I mean, I was, oh, God. Could you use it if, uh, like, you know, say you've got a deadline on your homework or something like that? I don't think that's kind of time travel. I think you're, you're well, blurring the lines now. 
Well, if if we could have one power, are we going with this? If we could have one kind of special ability induced in yourself, what would it be? I would. Well, that go... one, that's the pick of the geek question. Ah, oh, damn it! Yes, you're okay. preempting us now. Oh, but I have a good. An- I'll hold my answer back. Then. Yes, hold it back. Uh, yeah. Yes. Should you get some kind of special mental powers for having a physical ability? Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, it's like uh, I- I'm sorry to mention this because we did mention him before, but when we were doing the show on uh, on cybernetics. It was a, uh, Phil insisted that uh, anyone who has any body part replaced by technology is automatically a cyborg, which doesn't s- sound right to me because then that makes Abu Hamza a cyborg. <laughs> oh, I see. Plastic replacements and hook I mean, I can included. just see. I can just see the headlines. You know, Islamic te- uh, cyborg Islamic terrorist on trial. Well, that also means uh, that the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean with the wooden eye is also well, a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> a thing about that, though, it gives uh, cyber, no, Islamic ray guns some real <laughs> the, the Muslimic ray guns. Islamic ray guns. <laughs> They're built in now. Yes. <laughs> but the thing is, um, you know, he's had body parts replaced. Does that mean he automatically gets, like, uh, psychic gets powers? transform. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, he's a giant hook. Yes. Does he get psychic powers or something like that? Is that how are you, he was are you able implying to... that Abu Hamza tra- is a Transformer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the lamest Transformer. I turn into a hook for someone else really big to use. <laughs> That's not even a good versatile weapon. Wait for a giant pirate Transformer to come and pick you up. <laughs> Let's wind it back a bit. So yeah, do you, should you automatically get some kind of powers? I, I don't think so. I mean, in Deus Ex: uh, Human Revolution, Adam Jensen's body is almost entirely replaced. Yeah. His excellent combat skills come from, you know, his own brain knowing excellent combat skills and the new body parts being able to keep up with them. Yes. Uh, his heads-up display in his eyes come from his super magic eyes and possibly those awesome sunglasses he wears. So everything seems to be explained. He doesn't, like, get an automatic yeah. ability. I don't know of a game where you get a replaced leg or anything. I don't think... Normally they go the whole hog. There's a couple where where they where they just say right oh yeah he's been cyberized and it's like oh uh, he's got a, he's got a different hand it's like it's a, basically it's the Star Wars syndrome right Luke is suddenly able to use the Force better and become a Jedi Master after his hands replaced yeah you think he'd lose uh, maybe, oh would that be a good actual bit episode seven if it's like in between him dealing with phantom limb syndrome <laughs> i'm so confused i want to use the that's, force a, this that's hand, actually but a not. better title for the first movie he like thinks he's holding his hand up but his robot arm is limp and he just hits himself with the force it's like oh again so conflicting yes <laughs> not the phantom menace the phantom limb, limb syndrome the phantom limb syndrome <laughs> now the phantom menace would be his own limb it's uh, let's wind it back a oh, bit. Sorry. All right. Where's the line between neural augmentations and superpowers then? Uh, application, I'd say. Access to Facebook isn't a superpower. Even if I could do really well at Triple Town on the go, it wouldn't be a superpower. <laughs> Can you imagine though, if you could access Facebook just using your brain, and if you were addicted to Farmville, you I- would die very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Why I quite like the games that allow you to run out of moves, because it's like, well, you're done now. Go and do something else. But I want to play. Yes. No, go, go, go eat. and breathe and eat and live. Eat and breathe and live and leave this Korean cafe. Get some food and then come back. But yes. I, I want to play more World of Warcraft. You're in a cafe. Eat something. Order something. Yeah, exactly. It's always the thing. Why are they collapsing in cafes? Put your damn hand up and order a panini. It's not hard. Hang on, you're assuming they sell panini's in Korea. 
Oh, please. Octopus <laughs> paninis. It's, it's not a cafe if it don't sell paninis. That's right. my rule. All right, and pick of the geek then, Harry. Go. Uh, what? Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, the, the favorite, the things you would want. Yes. Okay, I would want uh, robotic eyes, which just see like absolutely normal eyes, but I would want them to have heat vision. I thought you were going to say you want them to light up so you can see in the dark when you no, say What you're saying is you're going to see Superman one day, stab him in the side or something, take his eyes, and then leave him to die a brutal death and then take his no, eyes. No, no, he has laser vision. I would want heat vision, specifically to heat things up. Well, laser's like, hot. No, it's because Harry likes tea. Yeah, I would, want, what, <laughs> I would want to reheat beverages. I would want uh, to warm up some sausages, make toast, I think stare at a piece of toast, and then make toast. I think Superman would be terrible at making toast of his eyes. And if just was, for the record. And Toasterize. If there, and if there was someone in front of me at a cinema who's being loud and annoying, I could stare at them quite intently until they felt really uncomfortable and had to go out to the bathroom because they're all sweaty. And they'd have, they'd have to go away. And I was like, so it's not heat vision per se, but warming vision. <laughs> yeah, warming <laughs> vision. I would want oven vision. Yes, <laughs> McCain sponsored oven vision. Would useful for chips. See, I thought you'd want like uh, eyes that light up, and you know, like beam lamps or something like that. It would also be useful to have laser pointer vision just to annoy people. No, because you to annoy cats. You have a, you have a bicycle oh, riding yeah, a bike at cool. night. Thing is, if I've got all the light coming out of my eyes, I can't take light back into my eyes. <laughs> That's a problem. MG- I can see everything. I'm yeah. blind. MGD has a very good point. Harry, you stare at bread, not toast. <laughs> oh, damn, you got me. It's always the thing. What do you put in a toaster? Bread, you fool. Or bagels. Uh, you not tried toasted bagels in Philadelphia and pepperoni? It's gorgeous. Nah. Alternatively, chorizos. But yes, I would want heat vision for convenience sake. What about you, Rob? What uh, neural augmentations would you like? Well, we've established that I want bus time. Yes. <laughs> bus it time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, In a world where the buses are slightly early, one man while eating toast running frantically changes everything. <laughs> Basically, what they have in Chronicle, though, I don't think I'd go nuts with it. Because you can use it for everything, can't you? That yes. sort of telekinetic power. Mm-hmm. You can punch people without punching them. You can fly. You can yeah. do crazy techn- telekinetic farts. You can do all sorts. You can be amazing at Lego, as it, oh, yeah. as it did show. Oh, yeah. Amazing can... at Lego? Yeah, it's a bit in Chronicle where they, dem- they learn to use their powers by practicing with Lego. They oh, just make Lego towers. You can do the, ma- the most terrifying recreation of the Buffy episode. Where the people fly and float a couple of inches of the floor. You will scare people so much. The, the limitations of telekinetic powers are endless. Pretty much. You could be, you could make an amazing puppet show. Oh, yeah. You could use people as puppets. How awesome would that be? You could have, like, full-size Captain Scarlet do it, uh, in the streets and he could interact with people. The Misterons! <laughs> See, telekinetic. Then that would be with my, with my torch vision doing Misteron mode. Yeah. I could, I could do a Kamehameha. <laughs> It'd be better awesome. when a beam comes out, though. Telekinesis <laughs> is incredibly versatile as a power. Exactly, he's best suit of power. And you would never reach for the remote ever again. Yes. We will ask you a question about that in the next section, which is television. Um, we are going to take a break now. We're see if you can, um... Before that, though, you never said yourself, Rob. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, what, yeah. What I'm ability would you get? Some kind of neural augment? Uh, the ability to not forget, uh, for one. Oh, so <laughs> you can access I a, totally forgot there. Access a wireless hard drive? Uh, Back no. up your brain in case you get caught in a car accident? No, He's no, got no. amnesia. Oh, we don't care. He's just, he's just in here. Upload so you the box. want a USB brain? So you can take your brain out. It doesn't matter. We've got it on record. We've got it on hard drive. It's fine. Uh, You're stuck at home with nothing to do? Well, let's plug some Christina Aguilera into the back. I'm insulted by that. Fine, let's... It's, just... not, the, it's not the USB that I'm insulted yeah, by. It's the Christina say. Aguilera. Fine, let's plug some All Bon right. Jovi into the back. And you can have weird sex dreams about Bon Jovi. So. <laughs> he was trying to be diplomatic about it there, but I've just put my foot in it. So let's go to yeah. music. Let's, go to, let's music. go to music. We'll play a song while I... Beat Rob. <laughs> yeah, let us know what neural augments you you're would not, like. You're not doing the image any good there, Rob. <laughs> let us know what neural augment you would like. Yeah, we'll be back in a few minutes. Hi, this is Private Dick Simmons from the popular web series Red vs. Blue, and you're listening to The Geek Show. Sarge approved. You're back with The Geek Show, and if you don't know who uses Origa all the time as the muse of his anime, do watch Ghost in the Shell. Yoko Kano's sound arrangement is beautiful. And Yoko Kano's female. Oh, yeah. I, did, I, did not, I didn't know. Yes, Emiko-chan got it. It was Ghost in the Shell. Well done, you two for two. Um, <laughs> yes. Win three and you get a special prize. A yeah. sticker. It's not the remixed version. Origa just likes that style. Yeah, um, Origa basically... Likes that style. Yeah, it's a thing that Origa uses uh, the voice as an instrument, yes. basically, is how they say. Uh, a lot of the stuff that Origa comes with, uh, produces is gibberish. It's uh, not. It's in Russian. <laughs> Sometimes it's a language, and sometimes it's just kind of like ups and downs of noise. Sometimes. Yeah. It's like Sigaros. Sigaros make up their own sort of fantasy language. Mm-hmm. Yes. And sometimes sing Finnish. Yes. Oh. Yes, anyway. Like in The Fifth Element. Yeah. I wasn't Finnish, that was Alien. Um, anyway, moving on. Television. <laughs> Will we eventually be able to receive TV directly into our brains, or would you just prefer to control the TV with your mind? There was an episode of, I think, Family Guy where you get uh, movies directly zoomed into your brain. And the idea of having TVs zoomed into your brain, whether it's in QuickTime or whatever, don't like it. There's something... I'm a classicist, really. I'd rather have the ability to sit down and watch something and enjoy it rather than some weird Nicolas Cage dream (laughs) about what technology should be. No. Tom Cruise in a mech suit. <laughs> accidentally activate it in your sleep. Yeah, I don't yeah, want that. That would happen. be worrisome. I, I wouldn't want adverts straight to my brain. I mean, actually, there was an episode of Black Mirror that did that, didn't there? Yes. Ooh. With adverts. What's Black Mirror? It's Charlie some... Brooker's incredibly satirical sci-fi series. Wow. That... I think it was last Christmas time. Yes, last Christmas. I should have yes. that up. I like Charlie Brooker. Oh, Black, uh, Black Mirror was a good one. Hmm, cool. Uh, it was very cleverly done, uh, done as well. Hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, personally, I'd. I think I already watch all the small amount of shows I have anyway on my computer. To be honest, I would just want to be able to watch certain American programs in England. I wouldn't really want anything in my brain. My computer's fine; it's got a small screen, but it works. I don't hmm. really want to watch Doctor Who and Sherlock, and then maybe a little bit of Chowder or. Something in America. Mm. Just a quick clarification, MGD. Uh, it's not the version used in the uh, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex TV series because it's a completely different song called Player. Um, the one used in standalone complex second gig was called Rise. 
and uh, the one used in Standalone Complex was Inner Universe. Mm-hmm. This is the one from Standalone Com- Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, Solid State Society, yes. or Gitsack SSS. Yes. Which I think is definitely a joke <laughs> that must have been constructed yeah. over so many years. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> it's just too good an acronym. Also, if you've got to nine letters, does the acronym need an acronym? Is this what we've done? Yes. <laughs> Taken it so far, it's come to this. Uh, uh, yes, anyway. I'd, I'd prefer just to be able to, for people to realize that the internet doesn't have a region and I could watch the Daily Show over here. That's what I'd want. I, I don't really mind about getting into we'll my We'll get brain. the Global Edition well, on that, Channel 4. That's a yeah, thing the that global you're kind edition. of in there. Sorry? The region thing. Yeah. That's what we should do. Not having TV injected into our brains through some sort of weird mad scientist jelly. <laughs> I'd rather, to be honest, that if something's released in America... The world, the Global Village, the world is tiny now because of the internet. Mm. Yes. And I think that should be reflected in everything. Yeah. Hence that's what the, I want. Yeah, hence our Latvian and Lithuanian listeners. Exactly, yes. Everything comes around in circles. I just like the idea that the scientists have like a big thing of pig gelatin. It's like, this strawberry jelly contains the entire series of 24. You are going to <laughs> snort it into your head, and then you can see everything. I think that's kind of genius. I didn't meant to go across that, but that's a genius invention. Somebody do that. <laughs> Someone make jelly that contains television, which you snort. Yeah. Uh, or I, eat. Either is good. If you could taste 24 before you watch it. Yeah. MGD says they pick, your, pick up your region via the IP address. Um, they do and they don't, because mm-hmm. I changed my IP address on my router mm-hmm. as part of, part of one of my security measures. Um, because I don't trust, I don't trust ISPs either. I've worked for them. Uh, <laughs> there are ways to get around it. Yeah. Ja- Brilliant, Jack Bauer jelly. <laughs> Jack Bauer jelly. <laughs> Jack Bauer. I think that base. deserves a round of applause. That's random. That's brilliant. Hey, 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 stream people! If you could have any character or television series made into jelly to take into your face, what would it be? <laughs> that's just we're so having wrong. a fun no, one. That's just so wrong and delicious. God. And what flavor would they be? Assign flavors to TV people. I'm not going to say what I just thought. <laughs> I'm, I'm withholding many, many comments. Here. Probably <laughs> wise. Torch would taste of censored. <laughs> yes. Okay, so meanwhile in television question land... It gives new meaning to Captain Jack. What about you, what about you Rob? Would you... <laughs> Captain, hmm, taste of Jack Daniels. Would you like... Okay, would you like remote control brain? Would you like TV into your brain? Would you like jelly? Which appears to be the third option. <laughs> Can I have a je- remote control made of jelly? <laughs> remote control jelly. In life, all answers are jelly. It's kind of like... Can uh, have some ice cream with that? Would that be Freeview? That would be like subtitles or something. <laughs> special edition, you get ice cream alongside. It's not actually containing any special features, it's just having some ice cream. Yes. Is this some sort of weird fever dream now? <laughs> oh, is this really so. happening? <laughs> I think so. It's all real. Okay. I'm not sure, it's freezing right now, so we turned the heating way up, and now it's... I don't know. I'm feeling really warm and dazed. <laughs> it must be the Captain Jack. <laughs> uh, Jack went straight to my head. Ugh. Let's 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 take it right back. Yes, <laughs> Rob. Remote brain TV or brain TV jelly? Uh, remote control. 
I would like to be able to control it by remote control. That's all. That's good. Because it means I can control other things with my mind as well. Kind of like universal remote style. Yes, universal remote style. Um, if it was getting beamed directly into my head, you know, it'd be far too distracting. Can you imagine it? You know, while you're uh, doing something, you know, you could be cooking, for mm-hmm. example, and suddenly the adverts start playing in front of your eyes. What? Yeah, pop-ups. Suggestion, what if TV yeah, replaced your dreams? Yeah, in your brain. You could high, kind of have like a little thing plug it into your head while you sleep. Instead of sleeping and doing normal boring dreams, a TV. Yeah, you could actually... TV dreams. What's a, what's a, yeah, you could, what if you could buy, like, tonight I want to dream the first series of How I Met Your Mother. No, 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 because no, then you would get, this dream is sponsored by yeah. Pepsi. <laughs> something like that oh, and they dub oh, oh, insert oh, brand here and they do the horrible dub over thing the kind of this dream is sponsored by Pepsi hi Ted are we here for a Pepsi yes so, so you can talk about your, your girlfriend who works at Pepsi yes we'll run it on your Pepsi computer <laughs> subliminal stuff is is cool I don't care what you say <laughs> it would be cool to dream what you wanted especially mm. since you know certain people are prone to nightmares more than other people and it would be quite nice to replace them with whatever you please. No, no, because then you would be, uh, you would, in your nightmares, be chased by giant cans of Pepsi. <laughs> I think I've just, I think I've just reinvented. Uh, I think I've reinvented Inception. Some sort of weird genius idea. Well, you have night terrors of falling into a pit of cobras instead of a pit of diabolical Pepsi cans coiling around you. Yes, MGD has uh, uh, just pointed out adverts in your head was done in Futurama. Fry had one for underwear while he was sleeping. Oh, cool. Yeah, but it's Fry. Yeah. <laughs> we love him, but he's not all there. Uh, all right. <laughs> Would including neural augmentations or implants enhance a TV show? Now, this question is more about, say, things like Big Brother or Coronation Street. <laughs> I don't understand the question. You're going to have to clear that. Uh, basically, would, would, it be, would it be better for shows like that if you could control what was going to happen so every show for every person was different? No. No, because there would be 90% of people who would tune into Big Brother just when they were feeling angry and then watch everyone burn. And uh, <laughs> Harry, Harry's inner desires are coming out right now. You're basically turning all those people on the shows into performing monkey slaves. <laughs> uh, isn't that what they're there for? And I think that kind of... I, hang on, didn't they sign a contract to do that? I think there's human rights laws and slavery laws yeah. is kind of make that uh, a no-no. Yeah, and but like, doesn't, don't people like Simon Cowell make them sign their soul away so they're no longer human? Pretty much. And him how and, how him else and can they get away them. with some of those ridiculous, I mean, the, 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 you know, the, little, the things that they make them do in order to win more food or something like that? <laughs> it is a bit sore when you think about it. It right? is very sore. I mean, it's not like Oliver Twist, please, sir, can I have some more? You know, it's not like that. It's, no, you must dance on fiery glass. Now! Normally it's more stupid, kind of like, you must act out this play, but one of you must be a cat, and then you can have booze. It's like, doesn't this normally happen on the other no, way around? because that, that makes it sound like, one of you must be a cat, and then you must have booze, and then one of you will die. <laughs> it sounds more like an elaborate porno setup, to be honest. No, because uh, they don't have the tashes for it. <laughs> they don't have the tashes for it. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be able to change TV like that. I would want, however... It would be an interesting option, like, if it was in your brain, rather than in front of you. Think of, like, you've got TV, you've got surround sound, you've got 3D. What if instead you went, like in a dream, into the television program? 
and you were in Corrie watching an argument happen while you sat down in the pub. So she'd, she'd scar generations of kids. I'm from a more down-to-earth generation where when I was a kid I was terrified of the TV because I thought they were looking at me from inside of it. Now, if you do that as reality, you're going to terrify a lot of children. Good point. Yes. If you randomly flick through channels to different TV shows and you end up on Invader Zim. I think yes. there was an episode of... Uh, Invader Zim! Treehouse of Horror with the Simpsons that played around with something like that. Yes. Um, uh, MGD has just put in a link for uh, something called iPhone on Futurama, which is... Uh, I remember Oh, this. iPhone, yeah, the, the... Yeah. In your eyes. In your eyes. Why is it called an iPhone? Yes, swipe your eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there's like little screens in front of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, before we go on any more of a, a detour, seems to be plenty of loads this week. Yes, uh, there's loads. Um, well, uh, what was it? Uh, quick, very, very quick, while this is playing in the background, pick of the geek. Um, this is creepy. Yes, I know, it's creepy. It's creepy on purpose. What's the pick of the geek, then? The pick of the geek is simply... What was your favourite TV show that had neural augmentations in? Or neural interfaces of some sort? Oh, there was a Doctor episode. I'll go with that. Anyone else? <laughs> I've got to say... Fringe, Fringe was good. Tortured was good. Heroes was good. But Doctor Who is my favourite of the, those four. I've got to say Andromeda because... You always do. No. <laughs> it, it got wibbly in, se- in the latter seasons and it just kind of went off on one. But they have, like, the neural jack, and he can actually connect directly to, you know, the computer, to any computer, um, which, you know, it seems painful, but it's actually quite a, quite an intelligent idea. Mm-hmm. And it seems a lot more likely than, you know, wireless communication be- between your brain and a computer. Because that means you'd have to, like, hide your brain. So no one, you know, jump onto your yeah. Wi-Fi signal. Go into airline mode. Yeah. <laughs> Flight mode. Does that mean you turn your brain off? <laughs> Suddenly you lose all will to want to pee. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> when you when you put your phone or your computer into flight mode, it turns off your wireless. Yeah, if you yeah. had wireless communication in your brain, flight mode would mean turning your brain off. Well, you go into wireless. Yeah, you'd go into airline mode. Your wireless would be undone. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't be able to pee. And you would feel no inclination to have peanuts. Yes. Rob, what about you? I haven't got anything. All right. Hello, this is Brina Palencia, and you're listening to The Geek Show. Hi, and welcome back to The Geek Show on 104.5 CVFM. See, my film voice is, like, dramatic, and it brings on, like, a film trailer of something gritty. Yours is, like, Bobo the Clown. I'm not quite sure why you have that. One man. On a mission to kill another voiceover artist yes. who's taking his job. There's a great sketch like that on uh, Monkey Dust where there's a Christmas Arnold Schwarzenegger is. for all the voiceover people. <laughs> and they talk like that in general normal conversation. <laughs> nice. It must be hard for people to let Brian bless it like that as well. Like, yeah. just ordering food in. Yes. Like, it'd be far too dramatic for the McDonald's people to think of, I believe. Plus, oh, and there was a great, there was a great Dead Ringers uh, Christmas special where they had all the different doctors, and they didn't like each other. Yeah, and there was one that, and at the one point of it, Christopher Breckles' doctor walked away, and someone had written a, a kick me sign, but with exterminate me, <laughs> which I loved. Oh so, uh, uh, yes, uh, just a quick Andy. reminder: half an hour left of the competition. 
Uh, we will be announcing the winners at the end of the show, so you still have time to enter. The question was, Harry? The question was, of the four characters of Bottle of Lands 2 that you can play, not including the fifth DLC character, uh, Maya, Salvador, Ac- is it Ac- it's Axis or Axel or something. It's an AX something. Yes. Or Ax- Axton. There we go. Axton. There we go. Yes. And there's a fourth guy. Uh, who what? is the fourth guy? Who is the fourth character, playable character of Borderlands 2? Email yes. us to studio at thegeekshow.co.uk and you'll be entered in the prize draw. I'm currently writing numbers on a piece of paper which we will put into a hat. And then... Yes. Yes, we have lots of numbers, so Harry is writing, furiously writing. Well, we have Not angrily, but furiously. Well, the, you know, there's printing and then there's additional <laughs> people who've been doing it today. Yes, MGD, that was the shopping channel voice. Thank you for noticing. Oh, <laughs> now it makes sense in a weird way. Yours for just five ninety nine. <laughs> right, we are in the animation section. Laughing, it sounds like they've gone insane with their own job. Yes, I've we been are awake for twelve hours. We are in the animation section. Uh, apologies for the randomness. <laughs> Um, people are probably already aware of Dot Hack being the kind of, uh, one of the first shows where it was all kind of, oh, I've been trapped in a virtual world that I connected to through my, uh, neural interface. Uh, but then you've got Sword Art Online, then you've got other shows like Axel World, which, contrary to popular belief, is supposedly set in the future of Sword, the world that Sword Art Online is. Um, strangely... Because we were making a list of this. We've got Deno Coil, Bakurano, Akira, Jackie Chan Adventures, Real Drive, Macros Plus, Gundam Wing Zero. Ah. Yeah, because they have the Zero interface. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, Martian Successor Nadesco, Appleseed, Megazone 23, which is one of my favorites, uh, Paprika, Ghost in the Shell, Serial Experiments Lane. And, ironically enough, the biggest irony of all was Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Yeah, wherein he uh, alt- uses the mind manipulator omatic because all of Wallace and Gromit's <laughs> must end in omatic yes. uh, in order to make himself want to eat veg more and less cheese by repeating, veg good, cheese bad. <laughs> and the floats go around in his omatic machine. It all goes horribly wrong, but yes. still mental changes. You've realized that the Western ones are a bit more wibbly. Yes. In this circumstance. The mind-o-matic. <laughs> Mind-manipulator-o-matic. Yes. Um, but the, way, the thing is, it's, it's kind of a sci-fi staple having neural, uh, uh, neural interfaces and you know, brain-computer interfaces and stuff like that, uh, which makes it odd that it's, it's not really present in sci-fi animation. Yeah. yeah. Why is it the topic of why is it you know why is neural augmentation neural interfaces so underused? Because I mean you have like all sorts of giant robot shows like Gundam and Macross and stuff like that. Macross Plus, right? Um, and Gundam Wing, the zero interface system, and Neon Genesis Evangelion. They're literally, as far as I can, as far as I know, as far as I can remember, I should say, because I am getting old. Um, <laughs> they're the only three that I can remember that actually have. A neural interface. Macros Plus had uh, the half Centradi uh, fella, uh, Gold Gore Bowman, controlling a, fi- a transforming fighter with his mind, which you know ends up quite badly for him. Um, but he does make it. He does get back together with his best friend before that, so he's happy. 
Japan, unless you weren't guessing. Yeah, it's Japanese. I mean, curse the wear of it. It's, it's just, you read this list and it's just kind of paprika gets lane sort out online axel world dot hack curse of the were rabbit deno coil baccarado <laughs> but he has to get over his giant rabbit thing in order to get out with lady tottington however will that solve itself <laughs> there's drama <laughs> <laughs> serious drama business okay we'll take your word for it harry um, yes. It, it wasn't, you know, the best Wallace and Gromit. And The Manner of Loaf and Death was a real... The Manner of Loaf and Death? The Matter of Loaf and Death. It was the film next, right. okay. it was the next film after... They made after... Because the Were It wasn't ah, right. a proper film film, though. So it was actually good. I, and Because the Were it was okay. But it wasn't their are, are best you, work. Are you serious? Yeah. Curse of the Were it's fantastic. It's I, one of the best films of, like, the past ten years, so... I Your didn't... opinion is now void in all matters. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't feel like a normal Wallace and Gromit to me. That doesn't make it bad. No, it doesn't make it bad. No, it just I'm, doesn't. I'm saying it wasn't bad. It just wasn't the same. It didn't feel as as British. Yeah. Which, although, uh, which I... was one of the main criticisms I read of it. Yeah. The same. Well, the people who made that criticisms are idiots, and they should have the opinions taken away. What if the Queen was one of the people who said that? <laughs> that opinion still stands. One is disappointed in the latest Wallace what, and Gromit film. One is not amused. <laughs> if the Queen wrote film reviews, oh my God. What, for The Lady or Majesty magazine? Lately, I went to see Silent Hill 2. I must say, as a fan of the original, I was completely bored off my bum. Why would they make this? It is not referential to the games like the first one, and it uses jump scares instead of creepiness. I mean, seriously, haven't you seen the first? Yes. Someone who can actually... Queen Philip found it highly amusing. <laughs> but he is a simpleton like that. <laughs> Philip, would any... I feel Philip wants to visit Silent Hill? If anyone can actually do a really good Queen impression, I would love to hear her do film reviews. Oh my god. Someone do Best that. crossover ever. Prince Philip taking a tour of Silent Hill. <laughs> I say, is there cheese, a, is there cheese around here? In the old abandoned cheese factory. They were all any, melted as punishment. Do you have any trouble with the natives? <laughs> That'd be really interesting because Silent Hill's like giving form to your innermost deepest fears. Yeah, the hell world twists everything <laughs> exactly. into like, repulsive forms. Like, oh God, if you, do you know what Pyramid Head actually represents? What? Oh God, it... Pyramid Head represents uh, sexual frustration. We are in the animation section, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was there a Silent Hill anime? Ooh, was there? No, there wasn't, thankfully. Damn, uh, but there was uh, other anime for, like, Halo and stuff like that. Um, forget about those. They were awful. Um, yeah. yeah. But Sorry. anyway, why is the topic of uh, neural augmentations and brain-computer interfaces so underused in animation? Because it is. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, I think that, one, it's, uh, it gives a short life cycle to it. Um, it's the thing that with animation, both of a, a cartoony and a animation anime nature, you couldn't have like fight of the week, which does happen in both. Because I think that if someone had like the superpower was a robotic brain, they could hack things, they had interfaces, they could uh, go to the internet, then they would be a, then they would either be they'd have to nerf it heavily, so it was just like access Facebook, being able to Google in your own head, or if they were actually able to talk wirelessly to things around them. Yeah. 
they would be too overpowered. And eventually they'd either become a god through all the things you can manipulate if you just have to, you know... Uh, no. Uh, no, I've nearly got the word. What is it? Mechanesis? No. Stuff. Whatever the word is, it, is that any different from any usual shonen fight of the week thing where they basically become a god? Yeah, and I hate that. Yeah, we all hate that. And the only way they can undo, undo that is to make someone even more big and godly. But the thing is, with that at least, you can make someone who's physically bigger and more muscular and ridiculous. Uh, to the point where they are just a, a giant. But yeah. with brain-based stuff and technology-based stuff, you'd either end up with bigger robots, like in Gurren Lagann. Giant heads. Or, yeah, <laughs> or you just get giant heads. I saw where that was you'd going. you get people who are just really, really you know clever. What? That explains the Mekon from Dan Dare. <laughs> it explains the Mekon a lot. Also explains, like, Brainiac in Superman. And it also explains the leader. <laughs> From Marvel, he's got the worst ca- worst catchphrase ever. So says the leader. Yeah, okay, shut up now. That sounds a bit Arnie, to be honest. I mean, that's I, what I mean. I've seen. He's supposed to be like hyper intelligent. Why does he sound like Arnie? I've seen uh, actually an example of giant brain problem, which is in the terrible game Bullet Witch. Oh God! Don't One of the enemies me. you fight is called a walnut head because they have a brain swelled so much it crushes the rest of their head, and they just kind of float as a body on the brain. They they can't really do anything. Bullet Witch, right? Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to many people, Bullet Witch took its inspiration from a manga called Kurohime, huh. right? Kurohime got all wibbly after like the first fourteen, fifteen chapters. If they'd ended, if the author had ended Kurohime after like chapter 14 or 15, I can't remember when it is, mm-hmm. but if you read it, you'll know exactly which bit I'm talking about. It could have been possibly one of the greatest shonen manga ever made if it just ended there mm-hmm. because it had one of the greatest ending. It would have had the greatest ending in shonen, anime, uh, shonen manga ever. Mm-hmm. But they didn't end it there, and it all went wibbly. Yeah, Shame on you. It's kind of like uh, Hancock. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, blah, 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 blah. yes, there was a secondary question, because we are kind of merging animation and graphic literature, since there isn't much in either to do with neural augmentations and interfaces. We do have to ask, because it's a staple of the cyberpunk genre, is cyberpunk dead? Now, I find that to be a weird question. I don't, don't think cyberpunk died so much as it didn't kick off with the ridiculous popularity of steampunk. It's a fast. Well, no, because circle. the Matrix is cyberpunk. Yeah, but the thing is, cyberpunk. Well, it's not a punk in uh, the Matrix for starters. Punk actually has to look somewhat punkish, like you know. Well, no, the, the, the Matrix, the, the, the Matrix is the Matrix is suits and sunglasses. But when you go outside the Matrix, that's where the cyberpunk. Yeah, that's although, where the punk happens. Although it's very dystopian. Apocalypse wreckage. Some would argue that it would be less cyberpunk and more just post-apocalyptic, stylized. Uh, it, it's kind of cyberpunky. Thing is, like, there's not enough neon in it, from my opinion, on that one. I, I think thought there was plenty of neo in it. Neon. Oh right, neon. There, there, there was plenty of neo. You know, uh, neon. No, it's. Have you noticed how 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 like uh, what's his face Keanu Reeves? Likes to stick things in his head that connect to computers. Because he did Johnny Mnemonic as well. <laughs> now, I've not actually seen Johnny Mnemonic. What happened in it? He's basically a courier for some data that starts rotting his brain. It's a William Gibson story, so it's uh, 
got to be wibbly and cyberpunky. It's not a patch on Neuromancer. If you've never read Neuromancer, go read it. Um, but yeah. Emma Chad says, Cyberpunk is about fear of technology. We are now in a time where technology isn't scaring anymore, so it's all post-cyberpunk. Ah, mm, there's a good point. There is, she does have a good point, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that cyberpunk can't happen because we are still scared of technology. Um, we're, scared, we're not scared of technology as we know it. What we're mm-hmm. scared of is technology as it will become, which is the core of cyberpunk thing is that I think that the classic image of cyberpunk, which, you know, with the neon stuff and big, bulky, terrifying machines, I think we've moved past that stage now because we've realized that it's too cartoonish and it's cheesy and we've tried to move out of cheesy. Yeah. And so I think it's more that there's less obvious cyberpunky aesthetics. I think the only thing going around right now that has some cyberpunky sticks to it would be Transmetropolitan, the brilliant comic series by Warren Ellis and two other people. Which, again, started going wibbly after a while. When wasn't Transmet Wibbly? It is a Wibbly series. It, it was great at the beginning. It's it about a mental get... journalist, his filthy assistants, and his two-faced cat. Yes, it is a two-faced cat. It, literally. It has two faces, one next to each other. They share an eye. It's weird. I, yes. I love it, though. Oh, so much. And Freak, well, An- I mean, Freak Angels, also by Warren Ellis, yeah. has well, uh, yeah. psychic abilities based upon brain oddities. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Man isn't too inept to create a dystopia. Man will create a dystopia before it creates a utopia. Uh, just a reply to Emiko-chan. If Scar can go in, can steal the throne of Mufasa and somehow cause a whole drought across all of Africa, then I'm pretty sure that we can create a dystopia. Mufasa! I give myself goosebumps there. That's the thing. After he, after he somehow goes to coup and steals the non-existent crown... Hang on a second. Then there's a massive Hang drought on. over Rob, the whole land. Rob, explain to me how we've gone from neural augmentations and cyberpunk to the Lion King. Somebody explain this to me because I'm not following anymore. Well, we probably went via Hamlet and then we got to here. The mild cigar. Um, Freak Angels. X-Men have uh, Cerebro. Yes. Yes, uh, Appleseed, Akira is definitely cyberpunk. <sighs> yeah. Um, the weird thing is, Battle Angel Alita is one that I do want to mention. I'm right. sorry, I have to laugh at the title. It's just Battle yeah. Angel Alita, it's a, it's a wibbly title, but that doesn't reflect the quality of the story. Uh, yeah, Emiko-chan, The Circle of Life. Uh, she's written it there, so I had to sing it. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, Man Did Create America. Um, <laughs> oh, harsh, harsh. No, because uh, America then created Obama. Oh, sorry, long-legged Mac Daddy. Um, <laughs> yeah. They've been good this last week. We have to be nice to them for at least a while. Yeah. Battle Angel Alita uh, has two sets to the manga. There's the original Battle Angel Alita, and then there's the sequel called Last Order. In Last Order, and this is a huge spoiler, so if you've never read it or you're not up to that point, listen, stop listening now for 10 seconds, it turns out that the floating city of Zarum, everybody has their brains replaced with microchips at a certain age. Wow, that would be a pretty large yes. headspace cavity. Yes, it is. Um, but yes, uh, yes, Emiko-chan, well done. She mm-hmm. watched uh, Battle Angel Alita, the uh, OVA as well. She Do you agree with me that it needs a full series? If you agree, let me know. Because that's what I want. I want. I want them to remake it into a full show. 
Stop going to the listeners like they're network executives. They can't make all your things. And you've got XCOM and Elite on the way now. Yeah, I know. I want more stuff. You're I'm get- greedy. You're get- I'm getting old. My time's running out. I want to see all. I want all these things before I die. This is why we can't have nice <laughs> things because we don't get time time for all of them. Yes. All right. Uh, so is Cyberpunk dead then? Yes or no? I, or I, maybe? I or think, is it dying? I think it hasn't really taken off. I think it's still a very small niche thing. Hmm. However, I don't think that Cyberpunk's necessary to discuss future matters like this. Limitless was about a, a a drug which is beyond our current design. Yeah. But it was set in pretty much the modern day. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that I would actually prefer things that explored the first venture into the difficulties of getting in, like brain chips and brain augmentations and neural interfaces and changes like that. A, a film or series about that would actually be really fascinating, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Set it in the modern day. I have to agree with MGD. One can never have enough stuff. Um, I'm getting tired of saying MGD, so I'll call you Midge from now on. <laughs> So, it's too much effort. I don't have enough breath left in my body. I'm old. <laughs> You're running out of syllables. Syllables. Right. I think we take a tick, a tick break. A quick break. Going to give Rob his tick bath. Yes. Uh, oh, I, I am not a cat. <laughs> we'll take a quick break while I recover my breath so I can finish the show. You still have a uh, a little bit of time, say about five minutes, Mm. to enter the competition. We will be back after we've run to the hills. Good day. I'm Graham Stark. And I'm Kathleen DeVere. We're from Internet Comedy Powerhouse Loading Ready Run. And if you are listening to the radio expecting to hear about butts, you are listening to the wrong show. This is The Geek Show, which is much cooler but has far fewer behinds. You're looking for The Butt Show. It's on the other side. Rob stares at me every time we do that soundbite. We do have new things from Learning Ready Run. Uh, for the, th- It's like our third annual interview now, because we've done it every year. The f- first time, it was the Desert Bus 4 interview. We interviewed Kathleen on a sleep shift when she was surrounded by cats and tired. Then the next one on, it was early, so they couldn't tell us about prizes, uh, but they were able to talk to us for an hour. This year, I talked to them and put it straight up on the website immediately afterwards. I edited it within a day, uh, and you were able to hear about the prizes early on. Spoilered. There is the full interview I did with them, which is about 40 minutes long, available from our website for download and to watch on our YouTube channel, which I've been updating. Yes. Uh, and we'll have new things. But basically, yeah, Desert Bus 6 is coming up. It starts this Friday on Friday the 16th. Do go there. They have some awesome prizes ranging from hand-blown glass of Pac-Man ghosts. They have things from companies, all sorts of signed stuff from companies, paintings, amazing quilts. Basically, ridiculous things to give away if you donate money to charity. How can this not win for you? They also have so many this year that it'll be even easier to win things. Yes. Right. We are, unfortunately, at the end of the show. We are going to do a very quick question, which is, what collectible or toy would you like to control with your mind? This is a question for all of you out there in Radio Land as well. So give us your answers. Uh, tweet us your answers on hashtag The Geek Show or let us know on the shout box. And while you are doing that, and while we're doing that, we're also going to pick the winner of our Borderlands 2 giveaway. Your, your word bag is failing. <laughs> My word bag isn't failing. Was that suspense? Because the great sage of XCOM gave you these gifts. <laughs> what, 
Oh, was it reverence? I thought it was like... I'm sure I wrote The Great Sage of XCOM. Yeah, I was going to say, surely... It's a, it's uh, it was the Temple of is. 2K, wasn't it? Yes. Okay, I have a hat that is full of stuff, which I'm trying not to make fall out as I shuffle it. Uh, okay, how do we do this? Do, does someone pick one? That's normally... We'll let, we'll let Rob pick. Okay. Pick a number, any number. Right. The number is... Is it torn up at the corner? Uh, let's go for another one. Is that torn up? Oh. Could I be a six or a nine? I'm not sure. No, I think from the way I folded this, this should be... Wait. <laughs> Do you want to go again? Yeah. No, 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 no. We've got to go with that one. Yeah, yeah. hang on. I can, num- I can figure this out. I know what I did. I did them either too high or too low. Uh, I did them too high. Therefore, this is a nine. That's a nine? Yes. Right, Okay. That's a nine. Okay, so the ninth uh, person One. to email us in was Sarah Morris. Sarah Morris is uh, where? Where's is she? She's in Birmingham. Oh, good. Save Sarah Morris uh, from Birmingham. Well done. Congratulations, Sarah. You have won our Borderlands Two giveaway. Lots of Borderlands goodies will be on their way to you. Uh, she conveniently supplied her address as well. Well done. Excellent. Yes. Uh, and we will be mailing that to you tomorrow. Uh, right. We are unfortunately running out of time. But, yeah, guys, uh, what collectible or toy would you like to control with your mind? Uh, remote control helicopters would be quite fun, I suppose. I'm surprised you didn't say lightsabers. Uh, <laughs> remote control lightsabers. I don't yes. see the point. Uh, I can't call him Midge now because he's, he's changed it to M.G. Dawson. Uh, so, Mug Dawson. Uh, a Tachikoma G4... Uh, I hope that's not Group 4. says, a good guy doll. Because Group 4 security are in lots of trouble this week. Uh, wow. Yes. What about you, Rob? Collectible or toy that you'd like to control with your mind? Are you making a huge assumption there that you actually get collectibles or toys? Anything. I, 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 it could be something from your childhood. No. <laughs> that football. I could have been... I, I, you could have been... Like as rich as Beckham, if you can control a football with your mind. No. <laughs> well, it would be fun to do certain things. Like you could gain control over small uh, robotic walking action figures. Then just hang around Toys R Us. So whenever someone walks past them, have them try to struggle and go, I'm trapped in a box! I'm trapped in a box! Basically that bit from Chronicle with the bear. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but with more suffering. That part was pretty bad already. Yes. Just that. What about you, Rob? Um, for me, I'd have to say, if I could control them and I had the psychic power, psychic abilities to make them move and fly and do stuff, right, and maybe even shoot lasers, I would do the entire Transformers movie in real life. <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> the original movie with the Stan Bush soundtrack, though, not the, uh, not the bloody... Michael Bay. That, not Michael, Michael Bay. Got one. Cat helicopter. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Not the Orville copter. No, the Orville copter. But would you actually make it go meow and talk to people and fly in their faces like uh-huh. a moth? Because that's kind of stupid. <laughs> I could tell her, don't approve of cyberization. Animal testing is murder. Murder. Meow. <laughs> it would go meow as it went past as well. To be honest, I, I just use it to scare people who are bored at work, kind of drifting out and looking out the, in the sky. Looking out the window, the cats. <laughs> they suddenly go, am I in a Gennady Tartakovsky film? What the hell? This is freaky as hell. 
Basically, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's worse than my idea. <laughs> it's so good, though, isn't Creep. it? <laughs> Creepy. Oh. Yes. Well, on that note. Nice. We have been The Geek Show. We will um, be back next week with a show on augmented realities and interviews from people. Yes. Good thing I remembered that. Yes. Uh, the I'll show is also going to cover AI as well. Yes. Um, I'll see if we can sneak the Desert Bus one in there. It will be on at the time, uh, and then I'll go back home and immediately start watching it again. Yes. Interviews with John S. Troutman, the comics creator behind Sporkman, uh, Mary Elizabeth Sock, and Litbrick, as well as Tweet RPG, the, twi- the Twitter-based uh, role-playing game campaign. Uh, follow at TW33T underscore RPG for details. Ah. <laughs> And with that, we have been The Geek Show. Thank you. You have been lovely. Enjoy yes. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, studio at thegeekshow.co.uk, hashtag, on, hashtag The Geek Show on Twitter, uh, or at TGS underscore The Geek Show. And also use the shout box on the website, thegeekshow.co.uk. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Take care. Live long and prosper. Whatever salutations you prefer. And all that jazz. I've been Rob. I've been Rob. And I've not been Rob. Yes. We'll see you all next week. For over 28 years, Aflac has been a champion, donating over $168 million to fight pediatric cancer and blood disorders, including sickle cell disease. This December, Aflac proudly joins 97.1 Wash FM and Children's National Hospital for the annual Wash for Kids Radiothon. Mark your calendars for December 14th and 15th for a heartwarming 14-hour live broadcast where you can join Aflac in their efforts to support the miracle work happening at Children's National. Save the date, tune in, and be a part of something extraordinary with Aflac.